Welcome back to Pop <laughs> If anyone's wondering, that was my impression of Paul Bearer. Rest in peace. It is WrestleMania weekend for all those wrestling fans out there. Are you ready for WrestleMania, brother? Don't worry, I'm not doing any wrestling stories this week. Bone size ready. <laughs> Ah, oh, rest in peace, macho man. Ah, oh, he snapped into a Slim Jim, then he snapped into a telephone pole, then he snapped into a coma. Oh, yeah. And then he met the Paul Bear. <laughs> Jesus. Taylor, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Um, you ready to dive into a uh, Pop 5? I am so ready. All right. My uh, first topic is going to be about the, uh, the Batman DCEU film. What is DCEU? Extended Universe? Extended Universe, Okay, sorry, yeah. that took me a minute. Yeah, so um, Matt Reeves is directing it. Mm-hmm. He is also co-writing and producing. Okay. Uh, Who's the other co-writer? Is it Affleck? Affleck, yeah, he's, he's okay. another one, yeah. Okay. Um, we all know the rumors. He's either playing Batman or he's not playing Batman. And I, for the research for this topic, I couldn't find like a definitive answer. The only thing I've seen lately is Reeves said it's going well. Yeah, he said that it might start filming, I want to say, later this year. Do you want to see more Affleck as Batman? Because I personally do not mind Batfleck. Honestly, I thought he did a good job with what he was given in Batman v Superman and the Justice League. Mm -hmm. I did not like the direction they took the Batman character in. Right, um, just brooding and sad and trying well, to keep the gun out of his mouth. Well, you and I discussed it plenty of times. He straight up kills like 20 people he, in Batman versus Superman. Batman has one rule, don't kill, people. don't kill people. And he runs a man yeah. over with his car. And my, um, my only justification for him to kill people in that film is in the nightmare scene. Because it's in the future. Yeah. It's desolate. It's uh, Dark Side pretty much took over. You see the... Yeah, Apocalypse those are like symbol. those are basically parademons. Yeah. So, are, were you okay with him ki- killing parademons? They're not humans. They're not people. No, they're not people. They're not people. So, they're, aren't they undead or something? I don't know that much about. Near do I? No, they're like aliens. Well, well, in um, Justice League, like um, Steppenwolf, like used a mother box to turn them into parademons. Remember? Right. So right. they're like a some weird creation. I know. There's something. But um, Steppenwolf. <laughs> Who's the bad guy in the Justice League movie? Steppenwolf? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Exactly. And the... <laughs> I keep forgetting he's the villain. Because he was bad. It was a bad villain. It's a but weird CGI not monster. To, not to sidetrack, though, but, you know, they're, they were a set-up dark side, according yep. to um, Zack Snyder. Yeah. And they scrapped po- it. They were supposed to do it in two movies. Yeah. And Steppenwolf was the, the underboss. Yeah. But uh, I might save the um, the Justice League talk and more DC talk for like the next episode because okay. I want to dive into that more. I just want to mainly stick with um, yeah, stick with Batman this. right Tell now. Me more about Batman. But um, say they do replace him. Yeah, I got four actors. I could, oh shit! There's a fifth. I one. love this game. There's a fifth one that I found on this list that you'll get a kick out of. Okay, because we cast him in everything. Oh boy, character actress Margot Martindale. Oh him. Sorry, never mind. No. Do you have it? I'll give you, you got a guess? That we cast in everything? Yeah. No, but I'll think of it. Keep, Do you want to keep me, going? Give me your okay. list. Give so, your list. number one is uh, Luke Evans. He played in B- The Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Gaston. Gaston? Gaston, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he, he was, was also in The Hobbit. He was cute in that. 
Who's he in the Hobbit? He was um. Not that I'll remember. Is he Thorin Oakenshield? No, he was the the human guy. I can't think of the character's name. Who becomes like king later on? Oh, he's um. Who he kills? Bar, uh, Bard. Yeah, Bard. He kills the um dragon. Yeah, the black guy. Um, Carl Urban from uh Star Trek and uh Dread. He was good in Dread. Was he? I haven't seen Dread. Dread's shockingly good. Is it underrated? It's way underrated. Right, I gotta check it out. Like check that would out. be on my 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 a top. That would make a top five list for me. I think I'll borrow it from our buddy. I'm yeah, sure he's got it. Yeah, get it. Um, one of our favorite guys ever, John Hamm. I would love to see John Hamm. Honestly, I I always thought John Hamm would be a better Superman. Really? Because he is already the perfect man. However, you can't put him in tights. Oh, uh, why? He is the, he is like a nine pound hog. Oh shit! Yeah. Plus, he's like fifty. No, he's close to fifty. He would absolutely work as an older Batman. If they did like um In that chin, Frank Miller's style Batman, I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. And you know, he really showed. Uh, he can be a little scary, a little more animated in Baby Driver. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was so intimidating good. in that. Did, I think his best acting roles are probably in Baby Driver. Yeah. Of course, Mad Men. Of course, Mad Men. Uh, Don Draper. So, and then my last one is Jake Gyllenhaal. Southpaw, Donnie Darko, End of Watch. As Batman? Yeah. He does bulk up for some movies. He does bulk up. I think he could do it. Uh, I think we said the MK Ultra word. Yeah, I think we said the MK Ultra word. Misha Cat's losing her shit. Oh, she found pistachio shells. Her favorite toy. Um, but I, out, of, out of the four here, uh-huh. I'd probably go with Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a little bit younger, so you can have him a little bit longer. Yeah, you could have him longer. He could carry that role. Would he do it, though? Because he usually does some Oscar bait lately. I think he would. Honestly, dude, Who I... Who says no to Batman? George Clooney did it. It's true. Heath Ledger said no, I think. Really? Yeah. Before they cast uh, Bale. I know um, I know. Chris Nolan wanted uh, uh, from Peaky Blinders. Oh, um, Cillian Murphy? Cillian Murphy, who is... That's why he's in all three Batman movies as he's the Scarecrow. In, he's in all of Christopher Nolan's like films for yeah. the most part. I, I, I think they're like super close, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he likes me. Um, I, I'm in love with him. So did you figure out... Is it Idris Elba? It is Idris Elba. Ah! I found like a top 15... I would love to see Idris Elba. Like... People that they would cast as Batman, yeah. he was number 15. And I'm like, Taylor and I cast him in everything. I will, I will watch you yourself, but in anything. I, I am not, I don't like police move shows and procedurals and stuff like that. I want, oh shit, now I can't remember the name of the his wire? show. The Wire? No, not, oh, he, he's not. Uh, Luther. Luther, thank Luther, you. Yeah. I'm like, the English show. But I watch so much of Luther and I really enjoy I've it. I've never watched Luther. It's good. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it was, I I'm sure it still is. Uh, I'll check, most of the British stuff Most is. of the British stuff. Except for Doctor Who. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. So, but Taylor, who would you pick out of the four? Well, I mean, for stunt casting, I would love to have Idris Elba be, but Idris Elba can't do everything. No, he can't do everything. And that's what I always want. I want How, him for everything. I think you and I can agree that we would cast him as the black, the adult black kid from uh, It. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I The only problem I'd have with that is I think he'd be too cool. Yeah, he would. Yeah, Because he, he is the coolest person. Then, then I would cast someone like not as cool then. I would cast him, uh, Idris Elba, at, well, no, Black Lightning's too lame. Uh, if they ever did a Batman Beyond, I would, mm, I know, I would cast him as the elder Static Shock. Oh, that'd be a good one. He'd be good as that. He'd be great yeah. as that because Static Shock is, um, the, I think, one of the cartoons. Static Shock, older Static Shock. He was in um, 
in one of the Justice League episodes. It was in Justice League Unlimited yeah, when they, they go to the future. Because they, they finally, like, wrap up Batman Beyond with that yeah. storyline. Yeah. You find out that he's, like, a, a clone of Bruce Wayne, but he's, like, a son. He's, like... That's right. It's something, it's something, it's something weird. It's super she, weird. She stole Batman's sperm or yeah. something. But, uh... So, so who would you pick, then? Um... Uh, I'd love to see John Hamm do it. I feel like he wouldn't, though, because he has a sense of humor, and I think that would be hard for him to bring the amount of gravitas yeah. to to a, what is essentially a very silly character. You know, I guess maybe the—I know I said Jake Gyllenhaal, but maybe the best might be either—it might be Luke Evans. He's got that serious yeah. face, but I, I just don't know. It's got to have a good chin. Because Christian Bale does not have a good chin. And Batman has a good chin. And Batman has... It's all about the chin. Oh! Bruce Campbell. As an older Batman, coming out of retirement, big chin, little pudgy, he'd be fine. He'd be perfect. I could see him as an older Bruce Wayne for Batman Beyond. I want to see Bruce Campbell (coughs) play Doctor Who. Okay, now we're, now we're really sidetracked. Right, I'm going to wrap it. this up here. So um, I got some stories I would like to see oh, yeah. for the for the film. Um, the Red Hood is my number one choice. Because they tease... They tease a dead Robin. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. and the, I saw this yesterday. Zack Snyder says that it might not be Jason Todd's Robin. Did he kill Dick Grayson? He said it might be Dick Grayson. Could be Damien. Well, I got that, too. Okay. But... I got I got a problem with what Zack Snyder said there, killing um Dick Grayson because that just ends a lot of storylines. Ends like a lot of storyline. No yeah. Reason. We'll keep the fucking material what it is. Okay, Dick Grayson, then Jason Todd, then Tim Drake, and then Damian Wayne. Okay. Yep. That's what the fans know. Don't change it up. Just fucking stop. Okay. And and the it even not not for fan service. But those stories worked for a reason. Yeah. You know what story didn't work? Batman v Superman. Exactly. You know what story did work? Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Oh, the death of the family. These stories work, like, and we remember them for years. Like we saw, you and I probably both saw the animated Under the Red Hood movie. Sure. I love that. Oh, very good. It was very good. Well, they do an awesome job with their uh, animated movies for the most part. I'm always, I'm not always happy with the animation no, style because, because they, it seems cheap. They they go really cheap. But everything else is perfect. But I think you could do that for this Batman movie. I think it'd be cool to see the Red Hood on this big screen. Absolutely. Yeah, the fans know who the Red Hood is, but we all knew who the Winter Soldier was too. So uh, and that get, completely works. Who gives a shit? But you know what? It's not just fans seeing these movies anymore. My mom knows like. The backstory of Thor now, yeah, because these movies are huge. So if if people who are just casual Batman people, they might not know who's under the Red yeah. Hood. Um, I got Deathstroke. So I don't know a Deathstroke Batman storyline you Couldn't could do, you. but you could do him as the main villain. Sure. Um, uh, didn't they do it? Well, they, they teased them. They teased them. Yeah. Um, you could do. Um, I okay. I, I cast um, Josh Gad or. Mm-hmm. As um, Oswald Cobblepot. I'd love to see Josh get as the penguin. That'd be fun. It'd be fun if they give him a musical number. He's a singer. He is a singer. They probably could do it. But what do you? uh, You could do another penguin storyline. I'd love to see. um, Yeah, I'd love to see a penguin storyline. I don't know if it gets any better than Penguin for Mayor, though. Even though that's a story ripped from '66 Batman and then put into uh, Batman Returns. I would like to see Nightfall. 
Which uh, one? That's when Batman's dead and people have to take over. Oh, is it that Jean Paul? Yeah, when yeah, he's yeah. like Asriel or whatever. Yep, yeah, yeah, Asriel takes over. We get to introduce and so him does, first. That's true. So does Dick Grayson. So yeah. he'd be alive. It wouldn't work, but that's the story I want to see. That or an, an actually like a good um, a Bane breaks him. That's also part of Nightfall. Yeah, it's like the beginning yeah, of Nightfall. Well, they kind of already they they, they, they took a, they it's, took aspects of Nightfall. And No Man's Land and yep. put it in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, because No Man's Land I would love to see as well. Um, the idea of Batman dealing with like the Two-Faced gang and all this stuff. But it, it's hard because the movies keep taking little bitty slices of these huge epic stories. And I'm like, just do the story. You know what we didn't touch on and we touched on? in our top five comic book episode. Oh, what is that? Now that that episode's out, we now that the episode's out, the um, Arkham Asylum storyline. I would love to see Arkham. I don't know. I could be so perfectly closed off from everything else. It takes place in one building. Could you get a two-hour movie out of that? You would have to, you know, flush some stuff out. You'd absolutely have to flush some stuff out. It would be tough because it's essentially a game of hide and seek. Yeah, I mean, it's but you could you could you know take aspects. Of that story, all and, the Arkham stuff would be a back, would be a flashback, would be a backstory. Yeah, I, I mean, the Joker could have a lot more to do because for most of it, he's just hanging out, being creepy. Yeah, like then there wouldn't be a lot of you know you don't like uh, Jared Leto. I know I hate his guts, and, and I don't not for acting. No, I not for his, acting. He's I hate his actor. band. <laughs> I hate his band I, so much. I just don't like. I'm, I probably should save this for the when I talk about DC more, but I just don't like what they did with the Joker with him, with the tattoos and everything. I know you're trying to like modernize it and all that, but he, I think he went real, a little too far with that. I get what they're trying to do, and I like what they were trying to do, but what the way it turns out is he doesn't seem like this is the guy who's the Joker. It seemed like this is a guy who's a fan of the Joker and is imitating him. Because the Joker himself doesn't need to write broken or whatever on his head. Yeah. He knows. He doesn't need the world to see. He, It's apparent. Exactly. I don't think <coughs> he cares me. about appearance in that way. Yeah. Um, it's more of a showmanship than, like, permanent bullshit written on your arm. Um, just, I'm almost done, you guys. So just to wrap it up, I have, um, I want to see Tim Drake... Lisa Peer, mm-hmm. uh, Dick Grayson's Nightwing appear. Yep. I want to see a Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Tim I want the I want the Bat family to appear. I want the Bat family. I'm not. I don't want like. I think it'll lighten up that Batman. Yes. I don't need to see like Batwoman. I want Robin, Nightwing, and Batgirl, and Alfred, of course. Oh, of course. And then this is another storyline, but I also want to see them. This could be like in a post credit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would do this in a post credit because you've never introduced these characters. At all in this universe. Yeah. Talia al Ghul <laughs> with Damien. Daughter of the dragon. And Bruce's... Well, Damien Wayne is Bruce's son. Damien... Okay, say we're sticking with our Ben Affleck sad Batman. Yeah. Sad man. Um, Damien would be a great way to reintroduce the family because he... Because it's a blood relation. Damien is Batman and Talia al Ghul's son. So... Because there's a blood relation, I think that would make that Batman, who's closed himself off entirely, open back up to the idea of a Bat family. Because when you see the the Robin suit, we assume at some point he had a sidekick. Yeah. There was some sort of family. 
And then he's completely cut off from that. And I don't think the Justice League is going to open him back up to that because he doesn't seem to care for those people. No, but I think you need Dick Grayson because... You do need Dick Grayson. Even if Dick Grayson grew up to fucking hate Batman, which I would totally get. His dad made him a monster, a weirdo. Not a monster. Dick Grayson's the most normal. Yeah, exactly. But made him a weirdo and put him into a life of danger. Even if he grew up to hate the Batman, Mm -hmm. coming back as... Even Agent Grayson, like the the he's like a secret agent. Now. Oh Jesus! Yeah, okay. it's weird. He's got a gun. I don't like it. Um, but but even if he came back as that, I would I would get it. I would understand. Yeah. Do you, um, do you would you want to see Barbara in the wheelchair? Or do you actually want to see her as Batgirl if they introduce her in the Batman? I one hundred percent do not want to see Batgirl in the wheelchair. Um, you it, could you could you could have it part of her like backstory. You it, could, yeah, if they have like it's tough because Oracle is a good character. Yeah. But the duties Oracle performs can also be performed by Alfred. Like exactly. All the computer stuff, the voice in Batman's ear, that can all be Alfred. Um and and that's why it's it's a cop out to put her Hi hi Misha. Hi, cat's on the table. Everyone freak out. Okay. Okay, we're I think we're I think we're safe. You, uh, so I we're you safe. so I think we wrapped up the Batman <laughs> film talk. I think we did. Uh, Taylor, we uh, move on to uh, your story. I do. Okay. I do. Um, so, uh, growing up as a young man, uh, Nick Jr. was was on when I was a kid. It was like what I watched when I was homesick and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, and Blues Clues came out when I was a little too old to watch Blues Clues. My brother and sister were who are six and eight years younger than me. Were all about it. Um, they are rebooting Blue's Clues. What? Right now, they are on a uh, a search for um, uh, people don't remember Blue's Clues was the story of a guy who lives in a cartoon house with a cartoon dog. Yeah. They look for clues to solve a puzzle, to solve some questions. They're cute songs. Uh, right now, they are looking for um, the new Steve. Okay. Now, I have come up with a list of people I think should play the new Steve. Are you prepared? Yeah, I'm prepared. Uh, number one, Steve Carell. Ooh. I think that would work. That would, that would, that would cost a lot of money. Just... It would cost... It, this is my, my dream team. Yeah, yes, yeah, true. And I think he'd be a lot of fun. Remember him in Bruce Almighty doing funny noises and I stuff? did like... Yeah, yeah. I think that more than uh, Steve Carell in The Office would work. Okay. Uh, my second is Steve Zane. I think oh. I think kids would like him. I yes. think he's kind of funny, and uh, I don't think he has a lot going on right now. I saw him in some new ABC show right now. Yeah, I want to say ABC show. Well, he's got time. He's got time. He exactly. can do two TV shows. Yeah. Um, my third is uh, Steve Gutenberg, the Goot. I think he's not doing anything. I no, think, as I far as I know, the last movie I know he was in was Lava Lantula on oh, Sci-Fi. Jesus, that's a tarantula made out of lava. Um, I don't know. Okay. But I think the Goot would be good. No, he would he's be funny, good. and I think he'd bring, like, a retro throwback, and that would also... Actually, no. People my age have the kids, and I don't think they know who Steve Gutenberg is. You know, maybe Goot's off the list. Oh, Sorry, no. Goot. No. Sorry, Goot. Back no. to sci-fi with you. No. Um, my next, and uh, this is really my dream here, uh, Steve Buscemi. I think Steve Buscemi <laughs> would make shit. a great Steve. I think he would too, but I could see him creeping some kids out. He's though. been in a lot of uh, police movies and mob movies, and I think he could help solve the clues and solve the mystery with uh, 
Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper and their baby Paprika, I think uh, Steve Buscemi would be very good at that. I think he would like mail time. I think he would enjoy mail time. <laughs> I love it. I think that would work great. I think I, the Buscemi's number one for me now. Okay. Uh, my last, uh, second to last one here is uh, Steve Martin. I think Steve Martin would be a lot of fun. Yeah, he would be. He plays music. He already sings. I mean, he's basically TV ready to go. And what's he been doing? I haven't seen him on anything since the SNL 50th anniversary. He so. hasn't done. He hasn't done too much other than his music stuff, and he can totally do that I, on the side. Yeah, I could see him do that. I think kids would like Steve Martin. I know I liked Steve Martin when I was a kid, and that's when he was doing like King Tut. Oh my God, King Tut. Tut. I love King, King Tut. Uh, my final one, and I'm actually submitting this, um, is Steve Roselli. Oh no. no! I would like to see Steve Roselli uh, play. And uh, right now, we're gonna real quick make a tape so I can send it into Nickelodeon. Uh, uh, Steve, could you just say some lines for me? It's mail time. Uh, I don't know the song. Steve, Steve. What? You don't know the mail song? I don't know the mail song. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes Jesus. me want to wag my tail. You, you want you be when the Steve? When it comes, I want... My name's not Steve. Jesus Christ. See, if, if you could just uh, do this line for me real quick. Hey, Blue, it's a clue. Hey, Blue, it's a clue. Oh, that was good. That was good. I think Steve's got it. Oh, God. I think Steve's got it. You know, someone we worked with said I looked like Steve from Blue's Clues, and I fucking wanted to kill her. Steve has less hair than you. About the same amount of hair as me. <laughs> I bet you I can grow a better beard than that fucker can. I promise you can. Can you have a beard on a kid's show? Oh, fuck it. If it's going to be my show, yeah, I'm going to yeah, have fuck a beard. It. Dude. What kind of dog is Blue going to be? <gasps> it's a Penny. It's going to be Penny. It's going to be my pit bull. Penny pit bull. No, you know what? You know what I'm going to do, too? Track pants. Track suit. Track pants. Every day. Hey, what's up? Uh, we're going to find some clues. Right, Blue? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it really, really Italian. <laughs> So, so, so it'll be back on Nickelodeon then? No, yeah, it'll be back on Nickelodeon. They are actually looking for a Steve right now, uh, but they just announced that it's coming back. So, while we're on the subject of Nickelodeon and bringing back, you know who they should bring back? Hmm. Do you remember Stick Stick? Stick Stick Lee! I was just about to yes! say Stick yes! They could bring back Stick. What's he been doing lately? Nothing. He's Nothing. a popsicle stick with googly eyes. Oh on. my god. When, when I have to explain to my young nieces and nephews, Taylor, Uncle Taylor, our coolest uncle, what were you into as a kid? Well, I used to watch a show where a popsicle stick with googly eyes would announce what cartoon is coming up next. And I, they're like, oh, was that in 1942? And I'll be like, no, it was 1998. It was 1992. The internet existed, and I was watching, you know, a popsicle yeah, stick. Dude, but the popsicle, the stick stickly was during the summer. Stick Stickly all summer. Yeah. I liked when uh, they would spin him and whatever his head pointed on, that was the show they were going to watch. And it was this, like, it was Rugrats 99% of the time. Yeah, it was never fucking Rocket Power like I wanted. Uh, oh, I never got my rock, Ren and Stint or Pete. Well, no, Ren and Stimpy was off by then. But I never got my Rocco's Modern Life. I never got my Angry Beavers. I never got my fucking Hey Arnold. But, but speaking of Rocco, I just yeah. watched an episode of Rocco's Modern Life like a few days ago. Yeah. It was the anniversary episode of the Big Heads, where they <gasps> Rocco and Ed Philbert Philbert have the, to go the find turtle? yeah have to yeah. go find their son and um yeah Ned Big Head yeah like Ed, uh, Ed what Big they call Head. it it's like 
It's not like the Fat Heads was his cartoon. It was the, show. Yeah, it was the cartoon show, but they didn't call Hollywood Hollywood, and it wasn't Hollywood. Oh, I was gonna ask if it was. Hollywood. I wish it was Hollywood, like in um, BoJack, but it was. Oh, dude, still holds up. I think they're actually. I don't know if it's out already or if it's coming out, but there's an hour long movie where Rocco. It brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rocco wakes up uh, in in the current age and. Uh, I would totally watch that today. I haven't I haven't gotten around to it. I don't know if it's out or what. No, I know the Hang Arnold movie came out during the summer. I heard it was good. It was very good for my heart, too, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it because we actually, uh, uh, um, I don't want are we allowed? It, oh, fuck it. Fuck it, I'll tease it. Who, who gives a shit? No one listens to this. Um, <laughs> what? People listen to this? How do you not listen to, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bonesaw. Okay, anyway. So what do you, what do you uh, spoil? Uh, there's an upcoming top five episode, uh, top five 90s cartoons. Oh, well, who'd you do it with? Uh, it's it's not it's not recorded yet. I can't. I oh, can't okay, okay, okay. I can't say. And the worst part is I'm probably not going to put it out for a while. God, I can't wait to Maybe listen Maybe I'll to put it. it up soon. I can't wait to listen to that It's a one. good one. That's probably going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Uh, I was really... I was looking, I'm looking forward to it. Um, shit. Um, Everything's falling. Everything... Oh, I just ripped the page. Oh, anyway. Damn it. Um, is there anything else about Blue's Clues? Do you want? Uh, no, that is, that is it, Steve. Okay. Um, we're going to take our first break. And we'll be right back on Pop 5. And we're back from our first break. Taylor, you ready to talk about this April Fool's joke that I saw? Yes, Dave. Let's hit it. All right. So, um, Ken John from The Hangover. Yep. They said they casted him as the adult version of Short Round in the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, no time for love, Dr. Jones. And like I said, it's an April Fool's joke. But it got me to think, though. That would be a perfect casting choice for an adult short round. That would work. I would love to see adult short round come back like, why did you... Okay. Sorry. I, I, want, to yell, I want to say, short, Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones! Short round's only in Temple of Doom, yeah. which is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. What the fuck happened to short round between Raiders, or in between Temple of Doom and Raiders? Did he die? I want to know. Did, he just drop, did Indy just drop him off at an orphanage? I hope not. Jesus, Junior. Oh, sorry. That's... <laughs> Junior. Junior. But we named the dog. Okay, Indiana. so full disclosure to let you guys know, Taylor and I are not big fans of the fourth Indiana Jones movie. The what? Exactly. We. We both don't acknowledge it. I don't know what you're talking about. Taylor, come on. We got to dive into this. Like, we, I, I can't. Okay. Okay. All right, Steve. For you. But, like, like, for the listener. So that, what's your reason that you don't like it? Um, a lot of it's Shia LaBeouf. But it was confusing because I watched all three movies with uh, uh, Jay Pelkey from the uh, concerts episode of Top 5. Uh, we were big fans as kids. And we watched all three episodes, and then we're like, all right, let's go to the movies. We went to the movies to go see it. And we found watching all three movies together, there is a formula to these movies where a certain underboss dies in a certain horrific way, getting his face melted, getting uh, thrown off a cliff, getting um, hit by a propeller blade. Yeah. Um, there's this underboss that always shows up, and the underboss shows up in Crystal's Call and dies horribly. He's eaten by ants. Oh, plus um, what uh, Kate Blanchett's character gets like taken from alien, gets taken to the aliens or some bullshit. Yeah, and, and then at the very end, whatever mythical item they're looking for, the stones, the grail, the ark, kills the villain. And it followed 
the same yeah. formula, but it just didn't work, and it, it was confusing, and I don't know if it was because Shia LaBeouf is terrible, or because there was a scene where he swings with monkeys, or if it's because communists, like, like the USSR, is not the same as Nazis, but so are Indian overlords, like, like slavers, is just as good a villain as Nazis, but the, but the Soviets just didn't stack up. Okay, I agree with you on Shia LaBeouf, and therefore, I, when I first saw the movie, I'm like, <coughs> excuse me, I'm like, okay, it, it is what it is. What's his name? Mad Dog? I don't fuck. He is a cute I didn't, name. You want to know something? I didn't even look it up. Puppy. I didn't look, I'll look it up real quick. Look it up. But, um, but I, I didn't mind the communist fighting. I didn't mind that. But, like you said, the Nazis and the Indians, they had, it was like all like spiritual crap. Yeah, it was. And like the Nazis with the occult was more believable than... Because it's true. Because it's true. Yeah. And then there's nothing about like Russians looking up. Yeah, they, uh, Russians looking for a crystal skull, which, I mean, the crystal skulls do exist, but looking yeah. for a crystal skull that communes oh, with aliens opens up an entirely other world other than the weird spiritual cult Steve. Mutt Williams. Mutt. I knew it was dog oh related. Oh, my God. That because was so bad. Because we named bad. the dog Indiana, so we named the son Mutt. <laughs> the only redeeming quality was uh, Marion comes back. Yes, yeah, so I like... She is so fucking adorable. Yeah, I like that she they brought her back. Even as an older woman, so adorable. Um, but they are going to do a fifth one. Yeah. And it's set to release July 10th, 2020. Spielberg and Harrison Ford are coming back. Harrison Ford's going to be 100. Now, here's here's my question I propose Spielberg's to you. Spielberg's over 70. Yeah. At this point, what would you rather see? Them do a fifth film or recast or reboot? the series you don't need to redo raiders temple last crusade you can do something else in that time period to like continue the story like i i see what you're saying steve i see what you're saying now i think what we're also asking is do we want to see the continuing adventures of harrison ford indiana jones as he gets older and older and more geriatric do we want to see that story or do we want to make him more of a James Bond type character where he can be do he'll do a similar adventure, he'll be the same character, but he won't be the same actor. I might go with the James Bond. I like that idea that he's an American in the 40s, yeah. 30s through 40s James Bond type character, but also the James Bond series in my opinion, is much more watered down yeah. than the very tight only three movies that exist would, of Indiana Jones. Would you rather have just had the first three and that's it? I didn't need anything else. No, I didn't. I don't, think I don't need anything I don't think else. a lot of the fans need anything else I either. think Last Crusade ends it fairly well. Also, doesn't Indy drink from that cup? Oh, yeah, he does drink from that cup. He does when he chooses Correct. wisely. wisely, yes. He drinks from that cup. I just I just don't know where you go with it. I, I really don't need to see a fifth one. And you know what else was the problem with the fourth one? Mm. I thought he was too old for that. He was too old for that, and now he's ten years older. Yeah. Um, it, it's... 
I don't want... Like, if you're going to do the adventures of geriatric Indiana Jones, it should be about Indy, the professor. He should be the old Bruce Wayne of Batman Beyond. That should be his character. He should now be the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Okay, let me propose you to this now. Um, as we said, they introduced a son of his, Mutt right. William. Mutt what William. happens... If you introduce another son, <laughs> okay, and you cast the kid from the Kingsman, oh, I love that guy. What's his name? Uh, Taron Egerton. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm Egerton. not sure if I said that right. Eggsy. No. Uh, Eggerton. Yeah, I. That's tough because I was gonna have him cast. You could as just recast the, Mutt. And you could, as the new Indiana Jones, if they decide to reboot it. Yeah, I mean, that's who, this is who I wanted to, them cast as Solo. I would have been much happier. Well, yeah. I don't know the kid from Solo. Neither do I, but I'm just saying, I don't want to sidetrack going to Star Wars. Chris but, Pratt can't do everything. No, I would probably cast... Yeah, I was going to cast I him. mean, if we were going to do an adult Indiana Jones, a James Bond, it, who's going to take up the hat and the fedora and I, whip now? I could actually see him as... Chris Pratt. As but indie, but... Chris he, Pratt can't do everything. He can't do everything. So uh, maybe he just recast Mutt. I would happily recast Mutt and, or, uh, and take it like that. What I would like to see is the adventures of this character, and Indiana Jones kind of replaces the Sean Connery. Because Sean Connery was also an adventurer. Yeah. He was just old as balls and was like, clearly I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm an adult man. I know when shit ends. But that's also a difference between Junior and, and Henry Sr. Yeah. So... Uh, that's where I. That's where I stand. I just. I just uh, it's, it's tough to talk about because you just don't know like what you actually want to see. Personally, I don't need to see another one. I just need to see the first three. I don't need to watch that documentary with Shia LaBeouf in it. Yeah, I don't need to see that weird fourth disc that came with my three movie collection. Exactly. I still haven't watched it. I don't know why there'd no, be an extra by, disc. By the way, that's the joke that Taylor and I had. We called the fourth one a documentary. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf made a di- documentary about Indiana Jones. Yeah. And that's what that fourth disc must be. I've never watched it. I don't um, know what you're talking about. Real quick, though. Yeah. Um... If they were to do, what's like another like spiritual group you could do? Like, yes, you did the Nazis and the cult. You did the the, Indi- the Hindu Indian people. Mm-hmm. Who else could you have? Do- uh, you, do? You, you could do. Uh, you could find Excalibur. Oh, that'd be good. Cool. You could find. Um, you could travel to Avalon in England. Find Excalibur. You could do the Spear of Destiny that stabbed Jesus in oh, the side. Shit. You know. Do you know what? That would have been a perfect fourth one. Yeah. Because the Nazis actually looked for the Spear of yeah, Destiny. Yeah, that, that would have been a great fucking story for the fourth one. Yeah, it's always surprised me that is Wait, not part of it. Then would John Constantine show up? Oh, shit, no. crossover? Uh, Constantine wouldn't be born yet, but his grandfather would, uh, if I remember correctly, he was a soldier in India in World War One. Oh, fuck. Or two? It must have been two. I'm just World joking. I'm, jo- I'm just joking. Oh, sorry, you got me in a tunnel. Uh, um, that's it for Indiana Jones. Taylor, what's your... Uh, Final topic. Uh, my final topic for me is I went and I saw Ready Player One. And I, I know I shit on the book a lot last week. And if I remember correctly, I said, I believe Steven Spielberg will fix all the things wrong with it. And guess what, Steve? Are they, he fixed it? He fucking fixed it. Oh, yes. Oh, he fixed it, bro. All right. Um, no, everything is... I had a delightful time at the movies. 
Is it Citizen Kane? No, it is not. It is it Lord of the Rings? No, it is not. Is it all the fun at the movies? It sure is. Um, what I found delightful was they... Ready Player One, the book, is just about how many nerd references can I make? How many? A shitload. To the point where it's infuriating. And I want to... I mean, I was listening to it on audio take, but if it was a book, I would have thrown it. Mm-hmm. With the movie, what's fun is we can ignore everything happening in the background and just enjoy this very heartwarming, tight story that we're being told. And if we're really looking, we can see some cool stuff. We can see Hello Kitty in the background. We can see, you know, some characters... Uh, uh, for those who didn't listen to the previous episode, uh, Ready Player One is about a, an online virtual world where you can be anyone you want. Some people choose to be the Ninja Turtles or Halo guys or uh, that hot chick from Overwatch, uh, Tracer, mm. Mm, yellow pants. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you might want to check that. I, I have not played Overwatch, but the amount of pornography that is associated with it is stunning. Are you serious? I'm dead serious, and I'm not looking for it. That's not my game, and I'm like, that's not my jam yeah. when I'm looking for stuff. And that's not a game I've ever played, but I have seen more fucking pornography oh, associated with that video game than any other, and I include Tomb Raider, who is in this movie. Um, but uh, you see all these references, and you see all this fun nerd stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Not as much in the forefront as the book, because with a movie you can put things behind. You can say, this isn't important. Like, if you want to mention Joust, your characters don't have to play Joust. You just put a Joust poster on the back wall of uh, a kid's bedroom, and you go, oh, a Joust poster. I remember Joust. And you get that little buzz of serotonin we all get when we get nostalgic. But we don't have to play Joust, which is a stupid game. Um, Here's my question. This is a dumb question. So how, visually, how, how did it look? Gorgeous. Was it? See it in 3D. I, did, I saw it in regular, and I honestly am thinking about going to see it again in 3D. Okay. Because there are very few times when I will see 3D movies, and I think this was one of them. It's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but there's this big race, and our main character's driving the DeLorean. Oh, really? Of all cars. The DeLorean. And, uh, and you know, everyone's racing, and if you look at all the cars, every iconic car you can imagine, there's... The A-Team van, there's uh, the speeder bike from Akira. Akira? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, 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 the eight. did I say the A-Team van? Yeah. Was uh, there the uh, 1960 Batmobile? 66 Batmobile was there. Um, there was a, a, a Speed Racer's car. No, really? Yeah, Speed Racer's car. Bigfoot, the monster truck. Bigfoot was there. Oh, shit. Uh, there was all sorts of cars, and the great references that... You just kind of see out of the corner of your eye and you go, oh, I'm happy. But that would be a stunning scene. And they're all chased by a T-Rex. <clears throat> Spielberg. Uh, chased by a T-Rex. Does the T-Rex look just like the Jurassic Park? Uh, yes, but bigger. Oh, fuck yes. The thing that got me was he made a noise. And that noise was clearly a clip from Jurassic Park. That weird radio yeah. scratch, whatever that, you know, a hundred elephant noises and things all mixed together. Clearly that. So, and that scene would be great. King Kong shows up and starts, like, catching cars and throwing them. And it would be, it's brilliant. But what I really enjoyed was it added a lot of heart to the movie that I think the book was lacking. Because the book can be very um, neckbeardy, cerebral. Well, you said the book 
he crammed so much nerd references in it, right? Yeah, it's it's hard and to it was just read. Overwhelming. His world building, and I get it. He wants to build a world, which is fantastic. But instead of just letting us live in that world, he has to tell us all about every fucking detail. I know how pizza is delivered in the Ready Player One world. In the book, I had to read about how pizza is delivered. It was a pain in the ass. Oh, God. Whereas in the movie Ready Player One, I see a drone to bring someone a pizza. That took me 0.5 seconds of my life. Whereas it took... Could you imagine that? A minute and a half in the book. Oh, Oh, could I imagine it? I imagine it every day. Oh, dude, getting stuffed crust delivered from a drone? I honestly, I'm so close to never talking to another human being again. Thank you, Internet. I'm like, what do I need? Oh, I need, you know, a pizza. Great. Here we go, Grubhub. Oh, Not God. a sponsor. Oh, I need a vagina brought to me. Here we go, Tinder. That doesn't work. Oh, God. Okay. Whoa. I know. That works surprisingly well. Um. um and, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. So, but, but the movie... Uh, brings together a lot of things that didn't work in the book. Mm -hmm. It also adds a lot of things. Each trial in the book is playing an old-ass arcade game and sometimes repeating every line of a movie from the 80s or 70s. Monty Python's Holy Grail... Fucking War Games with Matthew Broderick. Oh, shit. shit. Um, What was your um, favorite Easter egg? Or, like, um, I guess... Nerd. My favorite, my favorite Easter egg. So they go to this garage where uh, one of the main characters builds all these crazy mods, and he's building the Iron Giant, and uh, you can see there's some cars and stuff, and he fixes things up way, way in the background. Up top, Mm -hmm. just kind of like hanging from the ceiling, you can see this weird Winnebago with wings on it. Yeah. It's the Eagle 5 from Spaceballs. Oh, Fuck, really? Yeah, that Lone Star yeah. flies. And I went, yep, that'll do, pig. Oh, that'll do. I haven't seen it yet, but I I'll, I'll, I'm like, just wait until it comes out on video. I'm sure in the theaters it's it blows your mind. I'm sure it won't be the same as like home video unless you have like a amazing home theater yeah, system. Yeah. I, but. I will say there are a few movies where I, I really would recommend going out to see it in theaters. And this um, is one of them. Did they? I don't. Did they set up for like a sequel? Do they want to milk this franchise, you think? Or? I think Spielberg is smart enough to say, I made a movie, and I made one movie. Okay. Because you, uh, they didn't set up for a sequel. It ends very nicely. It ends very tightly. Our villains are all wrapped up. Our heroes are all together. And I, I would happily let it end. It has a good, solid ending, which is something that I think we don't get as much in movies that are so serialized now. Yeah. That are so... There's no end credit scene. You know, uh, Sam Jackson doesn't show well, up. Well, not every movie board. needs a fucking post credit scene. They don't. And they shouldn't. No. And what's nice about this was it ended, and for people who listen to my comic book episode, I love things that fucking end. Exactly. Because I can handle that. I'm a grown-ass adult. Shit ends. And uh, it, it ends very nicely. And I was happy about it. It had... I think the romance was still a little awkward, but the way it ended made me very happy. And I, I can't remember who the uh, lead actress was, but she is fucking adorable. I had... 
I don't want to get into this, but I like fishnets. And she wore some. And you know what? That worked for me both in that movie and in real life. Uh, the character. Oh, was it Olivia Cook? I she believe plays it was. Ar- Artemis? Yeah, yeah, Olivia Cook. I don't know what else she's from. Oh, I can tell you. I'm on IMDb. Oh, thank you. Not sponsored by. You're not <laughs> sponsored by it. Brought to you by IMDb. Yeah. Brought to you by Lisa Mattress with her um, six layer foam core. So she was in Ready Player One, mm-hmm. The Bates Motel. I didn't watch Bates Motel. Near did I. It's a TV um, show, right? Yeah. Axe Cop. She was on, in an episode of that. I like Axe Cop. She was in Ouija. Like the Ouija board movie. <laughs> no, I didn't get around to seeing the Ouija board movie. Um, that's pretty much like big yeah. stuff. Though. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize half the people in it, which was actually very nice because, I, I mean, if we're being honest, whenever Robert Downey Jr. shows up in anything, I just see Robert Downey Jr. Fortunately, he is also Tony Stark in real life, but it's it's tough when big name actors show up and stuff. All I see, I can't watch a Tom Cruise movie. Because I don't see a character. I just go, why is Tom Cruise doing all this? I know, right? Why is he doing that? All right, Taylor, we're going to take our last break, and then we'll be right back to Pop 5. And we're back. All right, Taylor, ready to talk about our final topic? I am prepared. Show. I am prepared. All right, we are going to talk about the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead crossover. Okay. Um, I watched Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. I did not watch Fear the Walking Dead. What the fuck is that? Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Fear the Walking Dead is set in the early stages of, like, the zombie outbreak. Okay. So, like, you've seen, you've seen the first episode of Walking Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen a few episodes. So, like, Rick gets shot, he's in a coma, he wakes up. Right, right, the same thing that happens in 28 Days Later. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. So, this is, like... Right at the beginning in Los Angeles. So this is on the West Coast. So this is as the outbreak mm-hmm. is happening. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so so the first season is strictly L.A. Mm-hmm. And then the second season, they're on a boat going to Mexico, and it's all Mexico. Oh, fun. Yeah, exactly. And then they move to Texas at the towards the end of the second, and then... All of it is in season three. Is pretty much Texas. Okay, that's why. That's how I took it. I think it's Texas. They don't really tell you. Well, you can always tell it's Mexico because they put a yellow uh, filter over everything. Oh, what's that? That happens in every show. Oh, shut it! I remember seeing it in X Files when I was a kid. I was like, why is everything yellow? Yeah, it's kind of. like yellow. Breaking Bad does it. Yeah, because they have to tell everyone between I'm Texas go, and Arizona. I'm which go, exactly the same. I'm gonna go Texas just for the we'll sake of argument. We'll say Texas. Sake of argument. Lone Star State. So they're doing a crossover. So how do I? How? So the Fear the Walking Dead season four is getting a huge time jump. Mm-hmm. To make this Walking Dead crossover right, happen. because they aren't they like years apart almost at yeah. this point. Yeah, and please don't ask me like how many years, <laughs> like years in the show. A long amount of time. It's at apart. least probably two, three years. Was Walking Dead have like eight seasons of yeah. wandering around Georgia? No, they're actually in like outside of DC now. That sounds like a terrible place to go for a zombie apocalypse. So they were in Georgia. Where all the people are. <laughs> and then they moved to like the safe zone. Yeah. In like season six or five. Okay. Okay. In outside of DC. Okay. 
So the I would be running for Texas. I'd be like, we got to get where nobody lives. I'm gonna raise Longhorns. Uh, so you think, dude? There's a, there's a scene in season three of Fear the Walking Dead where there's a herd of zombies. Like I was hoping you were gonna say cows, <laughs> zombie cows. No, there's no zombie cows. I'm not watching. <laughs> but dude, you should like it's all computer generated. But you should see the size of this like zombie brigade. It's fucking okay. crazy. Because the, the horde, the zombie horde gets together and kind of hunts as a pack. Like, they all kind of hoard their way down yeah. the road looking for life. Yeah, pretty much. But, th- dude, you've seen hordes in, in The Walking Dead, but yeah. in Fear, this was, like, the best one I've ever seen. Oh, man. Well, he's probably more alive. Probably. Uh, the character that's coming over from The Walking Dead to Fear the Walking Dead is uh, Morgan Jones, played by Lenny James. If you ever watched the movie uh, Snatch with... Um, Brad Pitt, yeah, and um, Jason Statham. Jason Statham, he's in there. Oh, okay, I like that movie. Yeah, he's a great cat. He's a like great Dags. actor. You don't like Dags? <laughs> he's a great actor. So um, that pretty much like spoils the finale of The Walking Dead. So you know he's gonna live. <laughs> oh, no, that's true. And he's gonna be crossing over, but you can see like why he's leaving Rick's group. Okay, and why he's on this journey. So is Rick gonna cross over, or it's just that one? It's dude? just this one dude. Oh, that's not we fun. all thought it was gonna be Abraham crossing over because okay. it was set in the because fear's set in the past, and be oh yeah, we can see Abraham alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh, but I still like the idea, and we're getting new um, cast members. We're getting um, Maggie Grace from Taken. Okay. Um, She's cute. Garrett Dillahunt. I have no idea where he's from. That name sounds really familiar, but it might just be because it's ridiculous. Uh, Jenna Elfman's joining the cast. Oh, yeah. Danny Elfman's wife. And uh, I'm pretty excited for this crossover. I'm actually I'm actually a bigger fan of Fear of the Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. What do you prefer about it over walking? Uh, maybe the, the setting. I know it's, you know, I know it's still a zombie show and all that, but I like I like this. I like these characters a little bit better. One because I read the comic of The Walking Dead, so yeah. I know up to Rick's up to now what's going to happen to like Negan and the Saviors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's going to happen next. So I'm like, plus the comic is is so much better than the show. It just it just really is a lot better. You know what's weird is the guy who wrote the comic is on in the writing staff. Yeah. For the show and he said it's really weird when they're like well this happened in the comic but it doesn't work sorry man well there's a, there's a part in the comic where Rick gets his hand chopped off yeah. by the governor yeah and Kirkman that's the uh, Robert Kirkman is the creator of The Walking Dead yeah. he was like yeah I even regret taking Rick's hand in that yeah so it, it's t- I feel like in the comic people have to live with more they have to live with more consequences whereas in the show they're just dead yeah and Okay, this is this is gonna sound pervy, but I also like the daughter in Fear the Walking Dead. She yeah. is yeah. she is very hot. Okay. Alicia, oh god. That's, good. That's like a her. reason to watch. I like Alicia. I'm not here to shit on shit. Like I watched a lot of New Girl for one reason. Uh Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. I don't blame you. For more of my feelings on Zoe Deschanel, tune in to our uh it's... top five advice <laughs> episode. Jesus. I, I'm not going to dive in. Like, <laughs> Stop like, advertising like, my podcast on like, your podcast. Like, no. Um, no, we're on the same network. You have to promote your pride podcast. Oh, yeah. You only have to subscribe to one thing. Yeah. You get two things. Look um, at that. What a deal. Both for I free. do like, since we're on the t- subject of who's hot on the show, <laughs> I like Rosita. I like Maggie. They're both hot oh, in Maggie, The Walking Dead. Maggie, I'm, I'm Lauren very, Cohan is I'm just uh, very attractive. Yeah, she's very hot. Oh, dude, her British accent. Mm. Is she British in real life? Yeah. 
You got you got to listen to it. I know Rick is. Yeah, that was confusing. Yeah, Dude, I thought I was listening to the wrong the, interview. I was the, like, who is the talking? Brit- British actors mm-hmm. are better than the American actors because they're actually like they have to work for. They it. have to work for. It. Yeah, I I think in general they can be a little bit better unless they're from theater. Yeah, and then they're just very broad. So um, to wrap it up, the season finale of The Walking Dead is on the 15th, and then right after, the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead is on. Okay. And that's the crossover? And that's, uh, that will be, begin That'll the crossover. Be. And then after that, Talking Dead with Chris then, Hardwick? Yes. I like Chris Hardwork. I, I don't I, like Chris Hardwick. I subscribe to his podcast. Uh, the new one, Idiot? Yeah. Yeah, since Nerdist is no longer called Nerdist. Yeah. I actually like it. It's the same thing, same feel. I enjoy oh, it. Oh, yeah. He job. does a great job. He does a great job on um on his podcast and on Talking Dead. No, I, I th- liked him at... at at midnight. At midnight, that I was pretty was a lot too. of fun. He's a good host for he things. Is a good host. He is a very good host. Like, yeah. I like him at uh, Comic Con when he hosts like yeah. the panels. You know what? He'd be really good at hosting uh, top five and pop five as oh, shows on yeah. the Nerdist Network. We're uh, open to be picked up. Yeah, pick us up, Chris Hardwork. Pick us up so I don't have to uh, do anything anymore. And the actress that plays Alicia, call me. <laughs> Just call me. <laughs> call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. Um, Taylor, you got anything you want to promote? So we can wrap up. Oh, I swear to God, I'd write this down. Uh, just follow us on top five underscore podcast. It's top the number five underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're working on an Instagram. I just don't. What would we ever post pictures of? Thank oh, you, you know, we could put. No, we should post the cat because it's like the mask. I thought for, we should take pictures of all the fun guests that come. Oh, uh, you know, you know, like um, we could post pictures. Like in our first episode of uh, Top Five, we talk yeah. conspiracies. We could post pictures of conspiracy oh, stuff. Yeah. My fair murder does that. Um, we could post. Um, we could post pictures of what we're talking yeah, about, so people com- can have a comic cover from our comic book episode. That would have been. Sad. I um. I like all that. I don't know how you post like your top five life advice or whatever. Yeah, that, that one doesn't need one. We just put down references. The candy episode, just get pictures of candy. God damn it, Steve. This is why you have a producer credit. Um, yeah, so you could do that. I'm into it. Um, and don't forget to rate and sc- subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Stitcher. Uh, feel free to sign up for Stitcher Premium. We're on the regular, but I want them to pay me. Uh, buy Lisa mattresses. I want them to pay me. I want them to pay us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything else, Steve. Uh, big episode next week. I already teased enough episodes. I won't talk about Top All 5 right. anymore. Um, we'll be back in two weeks for Pod 5. That By the time the episode comes out, it should be the premiere of Infinity War, I believe. Uh, I believe so. so Today is... Calendar. Oh. Calendar. No, we're sorely unprepared God, for this sometimes. Damn it all. We have all this technology. It's it. I know, right? I we're, we're in a world it. with a hundred computers, and I can't find the calendar app. There we go. Uh, let's see. This this episode comes out on the twelfth. Oh no! But come out the week. The next one would be the week after. The week after. Yeah. Oh wait, this will come out. This will come out the twelfth. Yeah. When is Infinity War? The twenty sixth. No, no. We'll be mm-hmm. back for. We'll be back mm-hmm. for that. We'll be back the twentieth. Yes. And then we'll be... Oh, yeah, we'll be there the weekend afterwards. So we'll probably talk... Some inside baseball. I don't I'll definitely have either. a story to talk about uh, the Infinity War to preview we'll it. Definitely I'm definitely going to talk about the DC film universe because I, I have to get... Got to get it off your we chest. We got to get some of this off our chest. I 
there's a stress. There is like a black, inky darkness in my heart because of what the DC well, universe is doing. Well, we've had like three stories already about it. We might as well just talk as a whole for like we one topic. Well. we'll get it out there. We'll and get you out know there. what? We'll decompress. You'll decompress. The audience will feel better. We'll feel better. The audience will walk around at the gym or in the car or wherever they listen to this screaming about how we're wrong about everything. Exactly. Um, so um, I'm Steve Roselli. I'm Taylor Mitras. You guys stay frosty. Mm-hmm.